People don't give shit. Welcome back to another week of college football extravaganza. We're coming at you hard and fast. We got Joey, we got Justin. Davis is busy working. He might hop in later. But most importantly, we have a special guest. He's a comedian out of Mobile, Alabama. And he's out, well, I shouldn't say out of Mobile, Alabama. Performs in Mobile, Alabama currently from Kentucky and a former Kentucky football player, Mr. Eddie Kane. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you all for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, we try and be funny on this podcast, but you're actually funny. So, and I saw you live uh, over at the Big Top in Pensacola. You had a great, great five-minute set there. That's all we get. But I'm sure I'll see you around more often since I'm doing those sets, too, as well. Come see your boy, too. Come see me out there. Joey, Absolutely. Joey, you saw me one night. I did. It was semi-funny. It was semi-funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Don't lie. All right. Um, so before we start the show and start talking about football, I want to share you guys a uh, clip that Eddie's given to us, and uh, hopefully you guys laugh along. I'm going to tell you all a secret. Uh, I used to play running back for the University of Kentucky back in 2012. I used to play running back. Don't clap for that. Don't clap for that. Because I, I, I was... Like, I was going to the NFL. I knew it for a fact. You know what I'm saying? I was going to get millions. I was going to get my mom a house. I knew it. Then I came down here and played LSU. And then I realized there's different levels to this football shit. <laughs> These kids are different. These LSU kids are different. I got hit so hard. I remember getting up thinking like, you know what? I, I'd rather tell jokes for the rest of my life. I don't really, I don't need this type of treatment at all. I thought it was long and you caught me in the middle eating a chicken wing. (laughs) I remember you did that joke at Big Top. I was like, I got to get this guy on the podcast if you played for Kentucky. I still laugh, so it's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about, those different levels of athletes. That's where it started. Speaking (laughs) of different levels, you mentioned you and your wife are going to go to a high school football game this Friday. Me and Joey used to play high school football together, and this next clip kind of speaks to that different levels to this game. Now, just to just to preface this, like we played Pensacola High School in 2009 when they won the state championship, and we played them on a bye week, and we were JV. We were the JV squad. I was freshman. Joey was sophomore. 
should have been on varsity, but they didn't know he was a good center, so they had him at linebacker at the time. Anyway, we played up. VHS with all their with all their boys, with all their varsity boys, and and uh, this kind of what had Joey so pissed right now, dude. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> And I'll play the whole thing. Joey's... Uh, okay, no, this is Womack first. Womack's right there. Blow, son. Mm. He's done. Uh, that's courtesy of Zach and Cody, too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, see, that's me right there. I was... Okay. I was very close to getting yeah. decapitated. That's me, number seven. Not Did not have my head on a swivel. Mm. Joey... <laughs> Joey is right here, number 56. He he also did not have his head on a swivel. <laughs> wow. No, uh. he took out three players, dude. I never I never knew he took out three guys. One. Oh, no, he's all right. He just tripped over his own guy. Yeah, they're just teeing off on y'all. Oh, my God. Yeah. All y'all had to head in one direction. Yeah, dude. It was bad. Well, oh, that was when I got a concussion so bad. I didn't play until the last game of the season. Yep. <laughs> Concussions are always fun because it just feels like somebody hit the reset on your brain. You, you just wake up, you're like, what the fuck just happened? That's yeah. So much fun. I, I had to sit in a dark so much room for a week. Couldn't want the lights <laughs> off. Just lay in bed. The craziest thing about awesome. the craziest thing about that, I didn't know it happened. And Joey just got up like nothing was wrong. In the next play, I'm looking at him for a signal because I'm outside linebacker. He's middle linebacker. He's I think you were Mike, and and yeah. I was like, he's got this like hundred thousand yard stare in his eye, like he's in saving Private Ryan or some shit. <laughs> like nothing going on. And I think they I think they had to get you out like two plays late. I think you played two plays no. still. Oh no, no no what exactly what happened? was I got up, I looked at the referee, and the next thing I know, I'm asleep on the ground with the training staff. No telling what happened. I did go back <laughs> in the game later, though. And then after I went back in the game, I told the trainer, and she took my helmet for me. I was out, out for, again, multiple. Yeah. Who cleared you to put you back in? Oh, I did a bunch of reps on the Fine. They're like, all right, go ahead. I made a tackle. <laughs> they put him on the bike. They had him on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, that's a protocol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, football was different. Like, no flags were called in that game for any kind of blindside hits or nothing, dude. It was, it was on. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Like, the, uh, that was, <laughs> I'm so used to like playing in the air where you could just do those blindside hits and you can blatantly. Because I played safety when I was a like freshman, sophomore. And I remember our coach telling us, like, yo, if they throw the ball high, forget the ball. Aim for the wide receiver's ribs. And I, mm. you can't do that anymore. No. But I remember those, those days. That's wild. We had some coaches tell us some wild stuff. I remember cornerbacks coach, someone was telling him. Uh, Troy told me that one of the coaches, I think it was like Coach Hand. Do you remember Coach Hand? He was like, when they I turn with you, smack him in his nutsack. <laughs> like, dude, like, being <laughs> dirty as fuck, dude. Smack him in his nutsack. All right. Here we go. We got people in the chat. What's up, Squilliam Cagle? Do you think West Florida pussies out and declines to come to 
Oh, Wake Forest. I thought because we were talking about West Forest. Wake Forest is not going to pussy out. We're going to talk about them later. Joey Ferguson repping uh, FSU Joey. FSU, we got double FSU Joey's in the house. 4-0, baby. I, I'm sure y'all are happy. All right. Let's get into it. Week four. Um, one of my locks, I'll go ahead and go over it from last week. I had West Virginia beating Virginia Tech. Game was close there for a second, but then the Mountaineers went in and just destroyed Virginia Tech. That was a nice game to watch on Thursday. And I'll tell you what, Inner Sandman gets me pumped up every fucking time. Every goddamn time. And then the just the way ESPN did it was it was nice. There was like a sunset going on and they brought him out from the locker room. It was it was crazy. Um, I, that's one of my bucket list things to do is go. I want to go when they're actually good, though. And it's hard to tell when Virginia Tech's gonna ever be good again. Any any guys got any takes on this ball game? No, no. We'll move on then. We'll move on then. That's fine. I just wanted to give them a shout. I always like Inner Sandman. And I always like the rivalry, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, um, Syracuse. Close one to Virginia on the Friday night. I thought Syracuse was going to run away with this one, but it seems like uh, a few teams had kind of slow starts in this game, Georgia being one of them, but Syracuse, just slow game. Virginia liked to come back there at the very end and win it. Um, you got anything, ACC guy? Uh, yeah, I actually had Syracuse in this game. This is stupid. Like This is exactly the kind of game that a team you know, that's 3-0 and is going to be really bad this year. Um, and, you know, they came out, they surprised them, spread, but they're a good team. Yeah, they pulled out the win in the end. They they might be the coach. No, he retired. That's what I thought. It's, um, for Elliot, Clemson's old offense coordinator, co-offense coordinator. Hmm. Justin, were you, were you about to say something? No, I was just uh, but I had Syracuse, so you know, just watching that game throughout, I was very surprised. Just because you know, they've done that the past couple of years, they come out here and then they just kind of, kind of fall through throughout the year. But they still have shot contact with draft pick when this time comes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He was, he, he was hanging on by a thread, dude. You were hanging on by a thread, and he just. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like he's operating like on a PowerPoint. I know. It looks like he's got like five hamster wheels just going below him, just powering his whole fucking setup. 720p. We I tried to get him a mic. I tried to get him a mic today and I forgot he he texted me um like whenever I was trying to set up the show and everything. He was like, where do you download it? And I answered him like a minute before the show. I was like, go to Google, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So much now. I was like, yeah. Oh, you're going to get kicked out. <laughs> you're going to get booted. <laughs> anyway, um, just restarted, Justin. Just come back on a fresh, fresh internet setup, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Going into the Saturday, uh, week four. Um, I don't want to talk too much about them because I think they were kind of fucking like people are people are talking about Georgia like they had a lull. Uh, they still beat them by 17 points, 39-22. They beat Kent State. Kent State. Um, people were saying it was a slow start. Look, I think they were just fucking around. One of their first touchdowns was a tight end in around to Brock Bowers, who just took that thing to the house. 
So I think maybe they were playing around a little bit. I don't know. I didn't watch too much of it other than some highlights. If any of you guys have anything to say about Georgia, whether you think they kind of slipped, if they have the potential to slip, or if you think they're still a powerhouse and they're just kind of fucking around. That's what I think. Uh, I think me per- – oh, go ahead, man. Okay, Robert. I, I watched a little bit of this game. It was fun to watch just because Kent State was making a little bet on them at like plus th- uh, 30, which would have hit. But uh, now nah, Georgia's fine. Yeah, I think it's one of those just trying to like not play down to the level of your competition. It's it's kind of really hard to do that. I almost use the analogy of a hill. So like if you're playing Alabama, that maybe that hill's a lot steeper, and you run and you sprint at that hill. But if you're playing a Kent State, it's more like a like a like a small mount, a little small ant hill, something a speed bump. So you don't tend to run as fast at it. So it's really hard not down not to play down to the level of your your competition. But I think that's what Georgia did. I think they're gonna be fine. Their defense is just crazy, man. Yeah, it happens to me every time I play golf with Joey. I just, I don't do as good. <laughs> All right. well, I think um, the drinking has something to do with that. So. Yeah, I think the drinking might have something. Yeah, I always drink when I play with you guys. I got to stop doing that. I go from like shooting in the mid 80s to like 90s at least. It adds 10 strokes, that's for sure. Um, anyway, uh, Wisconsin goes into Ohio, Ohio State, gets their ass waxed. I don't really care about that. Was uh, Wisconsin sucks this year. Ohio State's going to be fine. What I did care about, was Michigan and Maryland. Uh, Michigan, for the first time this year, plays a team that has their shit together somewhat, and they struggled. So I think for this, I just put it in the back of my head and am going to save that for until the Ohio State-Michigan game whenever I pick Ohio State to win. That's what's going to happen. Did Did you get to see any of this game, the Maryland game? No, I didn't get to see any of it. <laughs> I guess it's just me and you, so I'm going to try to give as much input as I possibly can. Oh, here he is. Joey, as you can tell, our whole crew is just internet issues, so we're going to rename the podcast just Internet Issues. Not a podcast. <laughs> 720p. Rename it. Yeah, back 720. No, 420p. Yeah, That'd be a good stoner podcast name, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You just have to be a real shitty podcast, though. All right. Anyway, uh, Joey, Michigan, Michigan, Maryland, got anything there? A little surprised. I thought Michigan would blow them out of the water. They didn't cover the spread. Uh, uh, Oh, shit, son. Didn't really watch this game, though. (laughs) They got two Leah Tungamaloas. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hung in my lows. <laughs> you like that one? Uh, anyway, all right. Clemson Wake Forest. This was one of the games we were highlighted last week, and I said Wake was going to cover. I thought Clemson would win, but I said Wake was going to cover, and they did. Uh, we went to double overtime. Wake Forest liked to have him, but they didn't get him. DJ Ua Ungulele. He's he's got the heat off of him for now, right? He's uh, what's his name? Ui Ungalalele. How many times did it take you to, to get that down pack like that? I mean, he's been playing for a couple years. I, I was struggling at first, right? Oh, I, just I still don't know how to say it. I yeah, still don't know how to say Antetokounmpo. Yeah, no. That's crazy. No, yeah. Ui Ungalalele or Ui Ungalalele. So, 
Right. It's really good when you're eating a girl out and you just go, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so what, Joey, this would have been good if Wake Forest would have won for your FSU Seminoles because then you got Wake coming in undefeated. You got no way, way, way. I'm wrong about that, right? No, that would have been undefeated. It would have been, yeah, yeah, they're 3 1. So it would have been undefeated Wake, undefeated Florida State coming in. That would have been a hype game. But I think it's still a hype game because the way they lost this game, double overtime, and uh, Sam Hartman, he didn't have to make that throw there at the end, I don't think. If you watched it, it was a tough throw. It's a tough situation. I don't know. What What do you think? I mean, yeah, this game was really fun to watch. I didn't think it was going to be this high scoring. Um, I'm happy this game came out this way, weirdly enough. I think Clemson, uh, Florida State's going to end up being a really big game, depending on, we'll talk about it, the Clemson-North Carolina State game. Um, Wake Forest defense is bad, man. Uh, Sam Hartman's really good. Their defense is really bad. DJ, I still do not believe in DJ. If you watch – the like second and third quarter of this game, he was not impressive at all. And I think that was more of the real DJ. But they took advantage of a bad defense. You know, they won the game. Uh, I think they're very overrated. I think Clemson's very overrated. Um, and I think this Wake-FSU game, we'll talk about it, obviously, but it might end up being a shootout. Yeah. Um, do you think they win without DJ, though? Like, if they had Cade Klubnick in, do you think they win? I, I think that kid could be good. I, I think it could be good, be good, but I'm that, saying like Dabo's, right now. Dabo's known to be stubborn with quarterbacks, man. Look what he did with Deshaun Watson. He played – I can't remember the white kid saying that he was playing number 18 or whatever. He started him against FSU in 2014, and they lost because they started that kid. It, uh, uh, Deshaun would have played that entire game. They would have beat FSU, and he did it with Kelly Bryant over Trevor Lawrence. He played Kelly Bryant for those first four games, and Trevor Lawrence was behind him, clearly the better quarterback. Dabo yeah. is stubborn when it comes to this thing. He's going to play the upperclassmen, and he's just – it's to a fault. So. Yeah. I mean, it's football. Seniority, seniority gets some coaches. That's what that, I mean, that's what people complain about um, Dan Mullen for. I mean, even go back to his days at – I don't know if it was his fault, actually. It might have been Urban Meyer's fault for them not starting Cam Newton over Tim Tebow because we had Cam and Tebow on the team at the same time. Why would you why would you start Cam Newton over Tim Tebow? Because a lot of people were wanting to because um like he was beastly. Cam Newton was was he's he was just as beastly at Florida as he was at Auburn. He just didn't get the start. And they only played him once against like Tennessee. I, was, I mean, you know more than I do. I thought it was Cam Newton over like John Brantley or something like that. He would have no, he would have been there. He he was there with Tebow in two thousand and seven. And and then he stole the laptop, and then had to go to JUCO for a year, and then he went to Auburn. Okay, I'm mixing up my years. Okay, you win. Yeah, but yeah, so I mean, coaches do that. It is what it is. Um, okay, so what happened? What happened? Kentucky. What happened to Kentucky against Northern Illinois? Did they almost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was our first top ten game in I don't know how many years. I think I don't. I'm about to say a random stats is 98. I don't know. Uh, we, our offense has got to just get it together. My gosh, man. Uh, we, we got to, our O-line is just not as solid as it once was. Uh, and, um, we just got to give Will Levis, Will Levis a little bit more time. And we did that play down to the level of competition thing. And, uh, we still got the dub, still top 10, but it leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. I mean, that's making up, I mean, 
Kentucky's got a let's see let's take a look at their schedule real quick I know they got that Tennessee game there at the very end always bit no it's not at the end it's it's a October 29th wow normally yeah. at the end y'all got Georgia to finish up the season this year they switched your schedule up a little bit it's not it's usually Louisville Louisville's usually our last yeah Louisville's the last but uh SEC wise Louisville's, oh SEC Louisville yeah. kicked some South Florida ass I don't know what that's gonna do but Louisville's really inconsistent to me this year I think y'all will get them uh, Arkansas, Texas A&M. This was a good game. Uh, I thought Texas A&M would bounce back. Max Johnson's second game starting for the Aggies, and he does good. Uh, I mean, like I said last week, I think he's functional. He's he's better um, at quarterback than what Texas A&M has had in the past. And Arkansas was very close to, I think, tying this ball. No, they would have won the game. It was 23-21. They would have won the game. The field goal at the end was off of – the top of the upright and it like bounced out it like bounced almost straight up and out it was crazy but i like this game being a neutral site in jerry world it's it makes it fun for everybody but texas a&m uh i don't know man coming off of that win at against miami which is not looking good after this week but they got two wins in a row after that loss to appalachia state going in to face Mississippi State. What do we think about Texas A&M? Last week they were ranked 23rd. I just I just think they're highly inconsistent at this point. But moving forward, I, I do think they're a little better than they were at the beginning just because of Max Johnson. You got Oh, uh, I think just you're just looking at maybe, I would say give that, give that team a year. To let that talent develop, I'm thinking that they're a highly, highly talented group of kids. But I just know I remember just being in college and like when freshmen come in, like good freshmen versus like a good senior. There's still a huge gap of mentality, and I think I think the talent is there. Uh, they just need a year of 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 balancing college life and everything that comes with it, and playing Division One football. And uh, I think they'll be, I think they'll be a solid team next year. But that's why they're showing that inconsistency. You just got a lot of uh, young cats running around in the locker room right now. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I like Texas A&M in this game. It was almost a rat line because they were favored by two points. Uh, took them by two, pushed. I'll take a push every day of the week. Um, but the thing is with Jimbo, man, and it's a bigger conversation, but. He is wait. He you want to talk about Dabo being stubborn? Jimbo's stubborn. He <laughs> runs the worst offense. I mean, it is it, the NFL's not even. You can't call it pro style anymore because the NFL's not even running that style of offense anymore. And everyone talks about him being an offensive genius. That offense does work. We he, we've seen it work at FSU, but it works with him. You got to have a really, really, really talented quarterback. What he did with Jameis that year was awesome. He had a couple other good quarterbacks. EJ ran it pretty well. Francois that one year ran it pretty well, but he just doesn't have that guy at AM right now. Yeah. So he's got to go out and get him. Maybe he was in this recruiting class. I don't know. But until they get that special kid, this is the AM you can expect. So. Yeah, that's what I, I was listening to the Barstool podcast, and that's kind of what they had to say about it. They said they need a quarterback. They gotta pay, they gotta pay somebody some money to come in and be a quarterback. Because that's that's the name of the game now. But they're paying Texas AM's got the money to yeah. get a good quarterback, right? So well, it's Jimbo gonna happen. When Jimbo has the right guy, he puts him in the first round of the NFL draft. Yeah, I mean it's proven. So, mm-hmm. all right, moving on. I think um, this was our game of the week last week, as it was college game day and barstool game of the week. Florida, Tennessee. Um, 
as the resident Gator fan, lone resident Gator fan here on the podcast, I will say, like, we didn't show up like uh, we did against South Florida or or um, Kentucky. Florida did actually show some life on offense in this game, and Anthony Richardson threw for 453 yards, it says right here. And Hendon Hooker on the opposite side ran for 112 yards, broke in a – he got out of the pocket, I think, in the fourth quarter and broke an amazing run to set up Tennessee for a touchdown there late in the ball game. And it was just a great game. Uh, I was looking at the crowd. I really want to go to um, Nayland Stadium in Knoxville one of these days for maybe a Florida-Tennessee game. But Tennessee looked good. I think Florida looked good on offense. Uh, I think Tennessee had some – issues there in the secondary florida had some issues with with just not making tackles just leaving too much space open and busted coverages i think um there was a couple busted coverages by one guy i'm not going to name them because so many people on florida's fan at florida's fan base in our fan base are like going ham at this kid because he's a senior and if if you know Florida football, you know who I'm talking about. He had two busted coverages that just left a guy wide open. And, you know, you take you take a few of those plays here and there. Florida wins this game. So I'm not too disappointed. Tennessee's a great team so far. They're going to be ranked in the top ten this week. And we'll see where they go from here. Justin, welcome back. This thing works. <laughs> we can't hear you. You can hear him a little bit. It's very, very faint. Oh, you can hear him? Yeah, yeah I can hear him a little bit. Super faint. Oh, I can hear him now a little bit too. Edit your edit your setting. Trying to do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Oh oh. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go. Uh, this game. Yeah, was, go ahead. Uh, yeah, it, it was a fun game to watch. Florida actually did better than I thought. I thought uh, Tennessee would. Would beat them by a couple of touchdowns. The end of the game was obviously crazy, but I will say, I hate to say it, Anthony Richardson impressed me. Um, I thought it was fun to do the whole he hadn't thrown a touchdown pass thing the whole season. 450 yards. I mean, we'll see how good it, Tennessee ends up being. But, uh, I mean, the thing is with Florida, you're going to have to play the game all year. Are you going to get good Anthony Richardson or are you going to get bad Anthony Because yeah. we've seen both of them now. And, we, you know, you just got to gamble who's going to show up this week. Yeah, I do think that – go ahead and test it out, Justin. I heard nothing. <clears throat> Maybe it was too loud. Maybe it went too loud. Um, yeah, I think Anthony Richardson is just getting used to this new offense maybe. And um, I was really impressed with him too. He moved in the pocket really well, and he made some throws that, that – he wasn't making in the last couple weeks. He also missed a couple, but you know, nothing's perfect. And he threw for 450 yards. Like I'm going to give the guy a break on that. I at least wanted to see him do better than he did against Kentucky and USF. And that's what we got. They played a good Tennessee game, a good Tennessee team at Tennessee. Florida did almost win that game though. There at the end, they scored two touchdowns at the end, recovered the onside kick. Where the fuck that guy is on the special teams who made the one-handed onside kick recovery, put him on defense, put him on <laughs> all the special teams, whoever, I don't know who it was, but he needs to be playing the game on the field. 
Put them on fucking offense for all I care. We had wide receivers dropping fucking passes in the last couple weeks. All right, moving on. Um, fucking NC State played UConn. Who cares? No. Who cares? Um, we had Utah, <laughs> ASU. No. Who cares? No one cares. Oregon at, at Washington State. That was kind of interesting. Bo Nix did, did a good job again. Washington State's a decent football team, and I think Oregon's a decent football team now. As well, what Joey? Did you watch the end of that game? No, I didn't see the end of the game. What happened? Oh, wait, wait, yes, I did. It was insane. There, yeah, there it like was a... crazy. Now, yeah, this was... was okay. So, gambling wise, I know that's all I do is talk about gambling on the show, but still, I had Washington State plus six the entire game. I'm sitting here thinking, How smart am I? How smart am I? I fucking we got the whiteboard, I put a W on the whiteboard next to this bet, turned off the game. Uh, Washington State's up by two scores. All of a sudden, I get a text that says, oh, shit, Washington State, that's such a bad beat, huh? They're losing by, like, eight. Or, or no, I think it was uh, ten, actually. And so I'm like, fuck, that sucks. So I go up and pull up the ESPN app. They threw a 60-yard touchdown to the one-yard line and ran it in on the next play to cover. And then they tried to kick an onside kick, didn't get it. But, I mean, it, it was a wild range of emotions going from sure win to heartbreaking loss to another a win again. I mean, it was awesome. That's what gambling is in a nutshell. Nice. Justin, you want to give it a try again? I still don't think I have it. We're we're getting there, baby. We're getting there. <laughs> we're five weeks into the season, baby. We're almost getting our audio fucking working, dude. Hey, Washington <laughs> State might be a decent team, by the way. I think they're gonna be they're a fun team to watch. There's I was saying before that Mike Leach needed to coach them for forevermore, but they could still be fun. I agree, and uh, sorry I'm munching on a chicken nugget. You might have to deal with some mouth noises if you're listening to the podcast, but uh, I agree with you. Washington State went into Camp Randall and beat Wisconsin. Obviously, not a very good Wisconsin team. Tough environment, though, and we didn't know much about Washington State at the time. Ended up surprising me with a win, and here, 44-41, Pac-12 is very interesting to watch, especially these late-night games whenever all the other games are done and they got some West Coast games. I'm actually enjoying watching the Pac-12 for the first time in a couple years. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, Baylor-Iowa State. uh, Baylor won that game. I saw a meme. It was pretty funny. There was just like a bear that was trying to break into a house. The, The door had Iowa State on it. The bear just broke into it. Was that was when my I know what non that was when my locks for last week was Baylor. That was one of your locks. Good job, good job. Kentucky, yeah. give you give you one of those. <laughs> We're gonna go back to the Pac-12. Washington beat Stanford. Washington looking good. Michael Penix Jr. had 309 yards passing. Michael Penix Jr. Great quarterback. Great fit at Washington. Uh, BYU beats Wyoming. Good job, Mormons. Uh, Texas <laughs> loses to Texas Tech. In overtime, and Barstool, uh, Texas Tech is absolutely fucking insane. Some kid pushed a Texas player there at the end. He's The cops are searching for him. This is – they need Quentin Ewers back immediately because, because Texas is going to start getting down on themselves, and we're not going to get a good Texas team for the Red River rivalry. I want Texas to be good for that. Speaking of, Oklahoma lost to Kansas State. You got anything to say about any of that? I had Texas in that game. I was very disappointed. They need viewers back. They need viewers back. And 
here's something I heard on um it was either late kick or barstool. Um Lincoln Riley went to USC. All the Oklahoma fans were mad at him because he could not win that Kansas State game. For some reason, Kansas State always had his number at Oklahoma. And they said, look, you're not going to be able to – you're going to do the same thing at USC. You're going to lose to Oregon State. You're going to lose one of those games. Meanwhile, this week, he goes into a tough Oregon State team and a tough environment there, beats them, and then Oklahoma stuck losing to Kansas State still. How you doing, Spooners? How you doing now? Oklahoma Spooners. <laughs> Oh man! Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> Sorry, fucking I, fuck Oklahoma, dude. I hate them. <laughs> I don't, I don't like Oklahoma. I don't know why. All right, well, I'm gonna try and wrap up this week, uh, really quick. So if y'all have any games, go ahead and shout them out, uh, or stop me. Notre Dame beats North Carolina. I didn't see that coming. I had North Carolina for one of my locks. Oh my bad. Um. Miami, the Hurricanes get destroyed by Middle Tennessee, and now they're about to get a hurricane. So maybe get some of those Middle Tennessee people down there, I guess. Uh, Middle Tennessee's coach, former Florida State quarterback, Rick Stockton, afterwards he said he was going to get a bunch of texts from his friends in Tallahassee. He was flaunting. He loved beating the Hurricanes. Miami has never beaten Middle Tennessee. They're 0-3 against them. They've never held a lead against Middle Tennessee. Interesting. Insane. That's like a curse or something. Interesting. Yeah. Stop scheduling them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> dumb ashes. <laughs> um. Anyway, moving forward. Speaking of curses, uh, Jordan Hare Stadium has got to be cursed because Missouri lost in the most disrespectful way uh, to Auburn. It was overtime, and the guy almost scored a touchdown. Literally millimeters away what did you see the uh and it went out the back of the end zone or the guy recovered it in the end zone for a touchback desi desi what desi did i see did i see (laughs) can you hear me though yeah yeah that was perfect (laughs) well okay but did you see the how it ended in regulation The, the missouri kicker he was like, he's actually like really well known. He doesn't do warm up kicks, and he missed like a twenty six yarder that would have won them the game. Sent it to overtime because he missed it. Did you see a lion stretch before he takes down a gazelle? No, <laughs> fucking <laughs> no. He's just like this big. He's this big kicker. He's, a, he's, he's hit like fifty two yards. Yeah, you know, he's he's chonky. This oh. man, he he doesn't take warm up kicks, and the man like hits it like wide right. I'm like, how did oh. you? Chip shot. Come on. Oh, yeah. that sucks. All right. Any games you guys want to talk about? Oh, Appalachian State goes down to James Madison. What in the hell is up with that? James Madison's James undefeated. Madison, I had James Madison. I loved yep. it. You can't yeah, work James... Hail Mary Magic two weeks in a row. That's yeah, James... that's um, for a fact. James Madison, man. That's a, uh, interesting to see how they're going to turn the Sun Belt this year. Really excited for that one. Um, I did want to throw out on the Middle Tennessee game that Escambia running back, Frank Pizant, led the team in rushing and had a touchdown that game versus Miami as well. I called some of his games when he played at high school. That guy is a baller, always out the gate. Nice. And we'll end it with two Florida teams. Uh, UCF pretty much physically dominated Georgia Tech team. Head coach is out from Georgia Tech. So Georgia Tech coaching position is open now, and uh, we knew that was coming. 
Look out for Deion Sanders. Look out for Deion Sanders. That's I've heard that one too. You listen to Barstool Sports too, don't you? Well, that's coming out from everywhere. That's not just Barstool. Oh, I listen to Barstool yeah. podcasts, obviously. But yeah. All right, and then Joey, here's your moment. Florida State absolutely destroys Boston College from the beginning of the game to the kit from the opening kick return to the end of the game. Jordan Travis threw for 321 yards. <clears throat> Florida State looked good. My brother texted me. He's a Florida State fan. And he was like, is it mean or is Florida State actually good this year? I said, I think they're actually good. Yeah, I won't spend a whole lot of time on this game because Boston College, uh, they, um, they, they're not that good. I thought they were going to be better coming into the season. They're starting walk-ons on their offensive line because they've been so in- injury riddled. Jordan Travis did look good. You can't – I mean, that – he just looks good. He looked good since the beginning. Since the first game against Duquesne, he looked good against LSU. Um, they, they dominated the team. They should have dominated. They did their job. They covered the spread by a mile. Um, good for us. Got a hard game. We got three ranked teams in a row coming up. Yep. Yep. This going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one from here on out. Um, we're going to see if Florida State's real deal team. Uh, but then, you know, this is probably the first time in a while that they beat Boston College the way they typically used to and are supposed to. So we're going to get to see them actually take on these teams and maybe Florida State could actually be that Florida State that we all know and I hate but Joey loves. Yep. Yep. All right. We'll move on. Week five, and we got some locks to give out, gentlemen. Davis texted me his locks, so I'll go ahead and we'll just go ahead and read those locks out since he's not on here. He wants – Arkansas plus 17 and a half, Rutgers plus 40 and a half, and he wants the <laughs> NC State Clemson over. I think I hate all those picks except for Arkansas. Yeah. I guess two or three. That's terrible. Terrible locks, Davis. Hope you watch this. Very weak. Back. Very weak. I was like, where's where's the drama? Yeah. No drama in that. It's just come like, on. come pick on, man. Me. I'm going to pick. I'm going to throw a lockout for South Carolina State at South Carolina. Come on, dude. Hey, before we get going, I owe a shot from previous. From uh, I missed one before, so I'm gonna go ahead and take that. You know, let me see. Let me see what my locks were last week. Yeah, we can go ahead and take care of that now. Um, Justin, you had Clemson minus seven, and you had UNC, so you lost both of those. What was my other one? Taylor. Uh, um. Not legible. It's not legible handwriting, but it doesn't matter. So you have to take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what was the score of the UNC game? I, for, I can't remember. The UNC game? Yeah. Yeah. What was Notre Dame game? kicked their ass. Yeah. It was at least it was at least ten points, and then you had two and a half plus two and a half UNC. I had uh, West Virginia minus two. That one hit, and Wake um, plus seven. So that hit too. So I'm safe. I'm safe. I I don't think I've hit a single single week yet. Like I think I've literally have like missed every single week yeah we're gonna tally him up so for the record robert i got him on the board so i can prove it i had temple minus nine and a half that hit usc minus six and a half that lost baylor plus three that won good job good job all right we're getting better as a as a whole podcast that's what i want it if people come to this podcast and they expect to make money go somewhere else look we're just talking shit (laughs) i've had two profitable (laughs) college football weeks in a row yeah, no, I think uh, I think I'm I think I'm one. I think I'm starting one because we aim for two, Eddie. We aim for two out of three. Mm-hmm. So if you get two out of your three locks, you don't have to take a shot. You get 
you know, one out of three, you get less than two out of three, then you got to take a shot. That's that's the way we do it. So I think think this is the first week I'm not having to take a shot, which is nice. All right. So we'll get into it. I let's see. Davis Davis had Maryland sixty five and I, oh yeah the over Maryland and Michigan. I think that I think that might have hit actually. We'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah actually I don't think it definitely hit. Definitely yeah. hit. And yeah, plus seven wake, so he's he's good. He, he didn't have to take a shot. He does have to take a shot for the shot game though. We'll get him next week. All right. <laughs> Moving on, uh, we got some Thursday night games. South Carolina plays South Carolina State, BYU and Utah State. Who cares? Tulane at Man. Houston. Two, I don't, that's that's a throwaway game, but Tulane's gonna win. I like I like Tulane this year. Um, don't know what the spread is. Anyone have Tulane picking? No, it's disappointing. Houston's two and two though. Thought yeah, going. yeah, yeah. Um, here you go, Joey. This is a game you wanted to talk. Actually. I'm not going to skip past this game just because they beat uh, Middle Tennessee and the Roadrunners. This is a Roadrunner podcast, baby. We like the meat, meat. And they're going to Middle Tennessee on Friday night. Like to be a big game. I like this one. Yeah, I actually um, – yeah, I got three high-profile games I'm going to lock in, but this is a higher-confidence game for me. I love UTSA in this game. You said we're a Roadrunner podcast. Middle Tennessee coming off a huge win. I expect a letdown. They're letting down against a team that's going to put them a billion points. So, I, I love UTSA only minus four. You go. You no, I got. I'm going to lock three high, high profile games. Okay, I got you. Yeah, see, that's always the that's always the thing. Like, you you lock small games, and it's like, yeah, but when they hit, you don't get that same feeling, you know. I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry, I'm writing this down real quick. Okay. So we can keep uh keep track of the the lock because I always I always have to bring them back up. All right, another game on Friday night that uh, we mentioned earlier. Washington goes to UCLA. I think Washington's going to win this one. UCLA and Chip Kelly are undefeated up until this point, though, so it makes for a good Pac-12 Friday night. Both teams undefeated. Um, Washington's favored minus three. Any takers? Any takers? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I really like Washington. I like Washington against Michigan State earlier this year when that that was a rat line and Washington beat the shit out of them. Uh, UCLA, look, they're four and zero, but they're a week four and zero. They beat almost got their beat by South Alabama. Um, they played Colorado last week and won by a billion. Everyone wins by a billion against Colorado. Uh, Washington's a good team. UCLA's overrated. I haven't been impressed with UCLA since Chip Kelly's been there. They've been middling. Um, Washington is way better in middling. I'm locking in Washington minus three. I'm going to hop on the Joey train. I'm going to lock in one on Friday night as well. I'm going to lock in Washington minus three as well. Go ahead, lock me in for it as well. Oh, right. We got three locks. Let's piggyback this. Y'all piggyback this. No, no, no. I mean, I can, but I've been looking at some of these other odds, though, for Saturday, and there's a lot of games that make you like that raise an eyebrow or two. Like, hmm, that's an interesting line right there that I, You'd be curious there's to see some, how it's gonna play out. There's some rat lines out there this week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into it. Um all right. Michigan play in Iowa. I don't care. I think Michigan's gonna get this one, but after that, after that uh Maryland game, I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna touch it. I don't even want to touch this game. Uh Michigan's favorite, minus ten and a half. I think they'll get that. The over under is forty two. Uh I don't think I wanna touch it. Iowa's I defense. Can't. 
usually good. I can't figure out Iowa this year. I, I can't figure them out. I'm done with it. I just want to touch it. They they can barely produce offense. They can barely produce touchdowns. I mean that. Don't touch that. Don't touch them at all. They're just. They're, it's not it. All right. Next game, 11 a.m., we're going to the SEC. Our special guest, former Kentucky football player, Kentucky, Eddie Kane. You guys are playing Ole Miss. They're breaking out some fucking blue real tree camo helmets for y'all. <laughs> they look kind of bad. Blue camo? Blue yeah. camo helmets? Yeah, they got some, like, real tree camo helmets. It's weird. It, it, it's cool, but it's weird. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the baby blue, uh, the all baby blue jerseys they have, I, those are sick. I do the like powder those. blues. The powder blues. Mm, yes, yes. I don't know about camo. I don't know where that came from. No, but here, I mean, Kentucky's ranked seventh in the nation at this point. That might be the highest ranking y'all have been in a while. I don't know since um. That, yes, it would be. It's been a while. Yeah, it, nah, I, I can't remember. I don't <laughs> the last know. It's, it, it hasn't been in any of our time. I don't think a lot. We weren't alive the last time they were ranked this high. I, I can I almost put money on that. I was trying to. I was trying to think. I was like, I think maybe um, Stoops had them up pretty high a couple years ago, but not this high. Uh, Old Miss mm-hmm. is ranked 14. It's at Old Miss. It's in the Grove. Um, Kentucky not favorite here. Old Miss is favorite. Um, minus six and a half for Old Miss. Over unders at 54. You can lock me in for Kentucky. All hey, day, man. every day. <laughs> we'll lock it in. I got, I, mean, I got two locks to use here. I don't know if there's one I want to use a lock on. It's, um, but I definitely have Kentucky plus six and a half. It's, um, I, I think this line on Ole Miss, like, yeah, I don't think Ole Miss is real deal though. I don't think they're real deal. I don't either. I, and I think Kentucky gets up for this game and. Judging by how they played Northern Illinois, maybe they were peeking at some film for Ole Miss last week. Who knows? Yeah, I I really like this game. Um, it's almost a rat line. It's almost a rat line, but I think just Vegas is – I think everyone's disrespecting Kentucky here. Uh, they don't believe the, the rankings. Ole Miss is more – has been better as of late. They're playing at home. Kentucky's just a damn good football team. They're a solid yeah. football team. They play good defense. They got a good quarterback. Kentucky is going to cover this spread. They're going to win this football game. Lock me in. Kentucky minus or plus six and a half. I love it. I'm a lock in Kentucky the... too. I'm a lock in Kentucky too. I don't. I I don't understand why they're not favored to win this game. Um, maybe because it's in Ole Miss. Maybe because Ole Miss is offense. But um, I think they get over that rough hump from last week. So I'm a lock it in. And we're going to get a Kentucky yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. That's what I'm talking. About. They've played one real team this year who's who's a power five school, and that was Florida. We know Florida, it's not there yet, but it can be. There's potential, and it's not hitting in all, in all cylinders right now. But Kentucky, they outplayed Florida fair and square in the swamp at night, which that speaks volume for any team that can play that. Mm-hmm. This game with Ole Miss and Kentucky, I, Ole Miss, they held Georgia Tech to no points, which that was probably their most impressive win to me. I mean, they've beaten Tulsa. They've beaten Central Arkansas. They beat Troy. That's another impressive one, at least in my book. But you hold Georgia Tech 42-0, that's a good win. I I, I like that. But yeah. I still would take Kentucky. I actually kind of disagree with you. Georgia Tech's trash. They, they beat them the way they're supposed to. They beat them the yeah, way they, they're supposed to. You're right. I'm, yeah, but I just, I, I'm not impressed by any of these teams. Really, that, uh, well, I mean, beat. 
And Take it this way. Clemson allowed Georgia Tech to score, and Ole Miss held them to nothing completely. I mean, so you can take it that way if you want to take it that way, but they beat them the way they were supposed to. How was it playing? Did you guys ever play Alabama when you when you were there? Uh, we played LSU, and I think they were getting ready to play Alabama next the year after I left. So no, just LSU. That was the big. That was the big game. And you guys played Florida, and you, you were there in 2011, 2012. So that would have been Will Muschamp. Yes. Yeah. Those are down. They came. Uh, yeah, they came to. They came to uh, Kentucky that year. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Kentucky's a rut, dude. I I went to a game. I went to a Florida game there, the one where Felipe Franks got hurt, and Kyle Trask started. Like that was his first game coming in, and uh, that was a wild game. Kentucky should have won that game to break the thirty-one year streak. They they didn't, but um, Kentucky's one of those environments where like people don't even talk about it, but stadium gets wild and loud. Yeah, Kroger I mean, Field, baby. Yeah. I think Sawyer Smith <laughs> was playing that game too. What'd you say? Sawyer Smith was playing that game too. Yeah, he Kentucky. was. Yeah, Pensacola guy. Yep, out of tape. Yep. Mm. All right, so move down these games. I'm going to move quick um, in the interest of time. If you want to talk about one, go ahead and stop. Uh, Purdue at Minnesota. Minnesota goes into Michigan State last week, gets the win, and Michigan State. And Sparty looking real bad. Just going to throw that out there. Um, Texas Tech goes to Kansas State. Kansas State coming off a big win at Oklahoma. And um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Martinez? Adrian Martinez. Adrian Martinez ran all over Oklahoma. They could not stop the kid. And I'm looking for him to keep doing that. He's an exciting player. I want to keep watching him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not an exciting player because if you put, watched him play for three years or however many years in Nebraska, okay. he was a bag of garbage. Okay, and come he on. Out, he, he, he was like really exciting to watch last week. Exactly. He did well last week. He played great last week. That's the outlier. That's not the norm. We have tape on this kid. He's not good. Okay, no, can't say that. He played under Scott Frost. Scott Frost didn't use his talent properly. You, Scott Frost I, won I, a national championship. Shut up. shut up (laughs) actually shut up no but we saw that this kid was a Heisman like this guy was a preseason Heisman watch list favorite like he was he was top five in Heisman projections no they're not (laughs) no I I mean differing opinions here who was around the Jordan Gravis debate yeah, I mean, I'm giving you that. I mean, I, I guys, can always admit that. Yeah. You guys seem like um, there's some debate here. Do you guys want to put a shot on it, a Justin Joey shot game? Yeah, I actually do like Texas Tech, so I'll I'll, I'll take Texas Tech. Wait, but I like Texas Tech. No, okay. I love Texas Tech. I thought you liked Texas Tech. <laughs> you love I mean, boy, no, you just can't you just can't say the kids was trash when he wasn't used properly by his old coach. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't been really been that great this year before this game. Maybe this was a coming out game, or maybe this was an Anthony Richard uh, ball teaser game. You know, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna tickle him when you play a top ten team, and then he's gonna go just fall flat. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Nebraska film over yeah oh, last week's film. All right, well, look here. If y'all aren't gonna put a shot on it, then we're gonna move on. <laughs> I'm willing to, but it sounds like we're on the same side. So no, I mean, yeah, yeah Texas Tech, Texas Tech's a good team. I mean, I'm taking this all day plus eight. Te- actually, lock me in for this plus eight Texas Tech. Yeah. Oh, look at that! I love it. Yeah, I think you're out of locks. No, I got one more. 
Did you I not lock, lock in Kentucky? In? No, I didn't lock in Kentucky. Okay, let me cross. Let me cross you out there. All right, moving on. Oregon State at Utah. Utah is looking good ever since that loss at Florida. They're undefeated since. Um, Oregon State coming in off after a loss to USC at home. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game to watch. I think Utah gets them. I think Utah is looking really good. I think they're moving pretty smooth. Minus 10 and a half. I don't know. Oregon's got a solid defense. Oregon State's got a solid defense. So I'm going to stay away from that. But just going to be an interesting game to watch. I think Utah gets the win. Oregon State's frisky. I'll probably take the 10 and a half, not a lock. Gotcha. I mean, I'm going to run off Oregon State as well, but not a lot. Gotcha. All right. Don't pass up the UMass game, Robert. I know you're about to do it. Eastern Michigan's free money. Take them if you're smart. There you go. Yeah, Eastern Michigan, UMass. Always look for UMass if you want what, some What's money. the odds on that? Minus 20. Take whoever plays UMass, bet against them. <laughs> you, you, gotta, season, you, be... you have any other games like that? <laughs> yeah. Colorado. That is a very profitable strategy. Bet against UMass. All right. Alabama going into Arkansas. First time Alabama's playing. Oh, God. Here we go. Mm, them spicy chicken nuggets are coming back. Did you back have, like, indigestion right there? What was yeah, that? Yeah, dude, I was bad. So, <laughs> Alabama uh, played Vanderbilt last week. Before that, they played ULM, and then they had Texas. So, they've had a couple cape cup, cupcake weeks. Cupcake cup, 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 cup weeks, and now they're playing Arkansas. Arkansas coming after that salty loss. I think Alabama gets the win here. Um... I think Arkansas covers minus 17 and a half. I think Arkansas is going to cover. Yeah. I like this, uh, that odd from Davis earlier, that lock. Yeah. It was yeah. the one, one, uh, one lock I liked from Davis. Um, I, I think Arkansas, you know, they're, they're a good team. Alabama's, I hate saying this, but they're, they're not that Alabama team this year. I just haven't been impressed with them watching them. Um, so I like Arkansas to cover. I like Alabama to win. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I the overs kind of like the over. I'm le- I'm not going to bet it just because that 61 is a lot of points. But there you go. All right. <clears throat> Ohio State playing Rutgers. Okay. Ohio State's going to kick their ass. That's <laughs> a, a really good slate of games. A lot of good yeah. games this week. Now no, there's. And the thing about this year is even when it's a down week, like we've had great games. We're getting spoiled this season. Like, honestly, the, there's so much parity going on in college football right now. A lot of these teams are kind of on the even, on an even playing field. And I like it a lot. That's what everyone wanted, right? We didn't want to see Georgia and Alabama in the national championship, SEC championship every year. We want to see different teams doing things. That's what's happening. Teams are losing. Things are getting mixed up. I like it a lot. Transfer portal, paying, paying players. That's what's going to happen. Um. Anyway, Oklahoma State going to Baylor. <clears throat> I think Oklahoma State's going to continue this streak of winning. You don't know when Oklahoma State's going to lose that one. You don't know when. I don't think it's this week, though. I think they'll win. Baylor's favorite minus two and a half. Yep. yep. I do. Uh, you got it. 
Yeah, I mean, Vegas, they don't care about rankings whatsoever. They, they scream that at you week in, week out. Uh, they scream it with the Kentucky and Ole Miss game. They scream it with this game. Uh, they scream it with the Wake Forest, Florida State game. They never, they never, and also the A&M Mississippi State game. They don't care about rankings. They don't care what the AP poll says. I mean, they know something a little more, and their lines usually hit really well. But this week, I'm probably going to run with Baylor again still because I just like the way they're playing ball. Yeah, I, I've liked Baylor the last couple of seasons. I think they have a really good head coach. Um, I think it's kind of a rat line. I think it's one of the ones I was talking about before. I think Oklahoma State should be favored in this game. Um, so I am going to take Baylor. One, because I like betting on them. Two, because I think someone in Vegas knows more than the pocket does. Hmm. Interesting. All right. You want to put a shot on it? I'll put a shot on this game. Just make it interesting. Shot back. All right. I got my Gundy in the, um, I'm man, I'm 40s. <laughs> Moving on. Penn State Northwestern. Northwestern might be as bad as Colorado. I don't know. I'm joking. They're not that bad, but I'm not impressed with them. Wake Forest travels to Florida State. Here you go, Joey. Take the lead. Uh, yeah, this is this is a great game. It's I think it's the first ranked game in Doe Campbell Stadium since like 2016, which will be cool. It's not going to be canceled because the weather will if you're still watching. Um, Wake Forest coach is being a little bitch. He's uh, he's acting like he's not going to travel. It's not going to be safe. Storm's going way over there. It's going. It's going to go across the state of Florida, so it's going to be fine. The eye's going to be in Daytona before it hits Tallahassee. So ball, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Balls up, fucking Wake Forest, and get to Tallahassee. Put your balls on the table, Wake Forest. Yeah, put your balls on. That's what I was trying to say. I couldn't get it out of my mouth. <laughs> well, it's just the balls out of my mouth. It's like no one else is used to hurricanes except Floridians. They're like, <laughs> everyone's like, don't you guys have a hurricane hit? And we're like, dude, no, just come play yeah, just football. Get, go play some fucking football, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is gonna be, it, it's gonna be a good game because I, I, I see FSU having a tough time stopping Wake Forest offense. They run that weird little mesh offense that they hold the ball in the running back's arm so long. If Jared Verse plays in this game, which there's, I think there's like a 50-50 chance, I think FSU wins this game going away because he is too quick, he's too fast, he's too good, um, and he's going to blow that up faster than Wake Forest once it's blown up. But if not, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, Wake Forest defense isn't good, um, and FSU's offense, they're like a top five offense in the nation right now. Jordan Travis sees it. He hits it. They they have wide receivers. They have eight wide receivers who've had over 20 yards, a 20-yard catch. In the 2013 championship team, they only had seven the entire season. We're fucking four games in. I mean, they find people who's open. They scheme one-on-ones. We're going to put up points. Sam Hartman's going to put up points. FSU wins this game. I don't like the spread, to be exactly. honest with you. I don't like exactly. the minus seven. I the over-under at 65, though. I think it's going to be like a 44-41 type thing. But if Jared Verse plays, I think that changes the whole game. So. All right. Well, I mean, you go into this game, I don't think the uh, correlation from receivers that have over a 20-yard catch or not really says much. It's just saying there's playmakers on the team. I, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but Wake Forest, they ball out. And minus seven is a little too much to give for Florida State right now. And this is our other lock, Wake Forest plus seven. Give it to me. Uh, I don't know if they're going to come out with a win. I think they have the potential to, but right now Florida State's just rocking. You just locked, you locked Wake? Plus seven, yeah. Plus seven. All right. 
right. Yeah, I'm not going to lock this one because I do think – I think Florida State is going to get the win here. Um, I think Dope Campbell is going to be rocking. It's a uh, 2.30 game. Yeah, it's not going to be rocking, dude. There's a hurricane hitting half the fan base. Yeah, they're gonna be I, there. like I think they're gonna be there, dude. No, they're all evacuated. They like, literally, I know, like so many students at FSU, like half of them are home here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what yeah. also what worries me about this game. Hmm. So, so it's gonna be uh, gonna be tough. I think it'd be like a seventy-five percent crowd. Yeah. Y'all give me one they, second. They canceled classes. <laughs> Robert just left. <laughs> yeah, cat, cat, classes have been canceled since today. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they cancel classes, so you know, the fan base will take a hit. The student section won't be rolling it the way it does. I think that's what makes Doke the Doke. I mean, students, they go hard. Damn, yeah. we just lost Rob. All right, so uh, I guess well, I'll take over then. Uh, so we're gonna move on to Texas and Mississippi State. This oh. game right here, very interesting to me, at least, just because you have AM who comes off a very strong win versus Arkansas, and they're playing Mississippi State at in Starkville, and Mississippi State. They're favored minus four. Sorry, I got to catch back up. My ESPN moves FSU all over the place. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Um. I, I kind of – I. it's almost – again, it's another – I said uh, there's a lot of rat lines this week. I think this is a rat line. Shouldn't Texas A&M be favored here? Why is Mississippi exactly. State? I mean, so oh, I'm, I'm going to hop on, and I mean, I'm going to play some bets and – Towards some of these these underdogs, you know. See, this screams Mississippi State to me because again, it screams that Vegas knows something more than I do. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna stay away from it because I love a And M plus four, and I it's it's a sucker bet to me. So I think yeah, but I would pick a And M. I'd pick a And M to win this game. I think I would go with Mississippi State just to do it, just to do it. I'm Vegas not gonna lie. I like the way they play. I mean, they're fun to play, but the thing is, Leach is so inconsistent with his play calling. You don't know. Like, it's like he's going to go beat LSU off a national championship winning season and put up 600 plus yards through the air. Yeah, he can do that, and then he'll go fall flat. He's very inconsistent with his play calling. Like, he'll have a great game. He did well versus LSU. I thought that was a decent loss for them just because they played close. LSU showed true colors. But you look at their other games they've won, Bowling Green, Arizona, and Memphis, that doesn't scream a team that's going to beat a top 25 team right now. But but here's the thing. Uh, Texas A&M's probably going to run with this Jimbo Fisher offense. They're going to run about 50 plays in this game. Mississippi State is going to run close to 100. They're going to run 80, 90, 100 plays in this game. So are you going to take the team that has half the, the offensive players? Or are you going to take the team that has twice the chance to score? Well, when we look at this, I, I, I didn't look at this, but I just checked it out. Will Rogers, guy is second in passing yards in the country with 1,400. He had, he's tied for most touchdown passes with 16, and he's only thrown three interceptions. So those numbers fly off the page when you look at when you talk to me about it because he's averaging, well, well, about 325, 350 yards every game, and he's averaging four touchdown passes as well and less than one interception. That looks nice. That looks real nice. I'm, I'm talking – yeah, we're talking – I'm going to bet Mississippi State. I'm not going to lock it in, but I, I, I'm going to bet Mississippi State. They're going to win this game. They're going to win by a mile. Fuck, fuck Jimbo Fisher. Nice. Just the spiteful Jimbo Fisher pick. I love it. 
Well, again, like they're going to run so many more plays. They're going to have so many more chances than Jimbo's offense. Jimbo's going to give himself about three chances to uh, score and hope his defense stops. Yeah, no, completely agree. All right, I'm going to go down some random games here real quick. West Virginia, Texas might be a tough outing for Texas. I don't know. It should be a fun game to watch. We'll see. I think Texas might get the win there, bounce back. Um, we got LSU at Auburn. Big rivalry game. Always fun. It's going to be night at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Um, I'm not going to throw a pick out there. I, I actually do want to watch this game, though. Um, moving forward, uh, Pittsburgh hosting Georgia Tech. Who cares? USC hosting Arizona State. USC is going to win that game. Who cares? Uh, Stanford at Oregon. I think Oregon's going to win that game too. Florida UCF rescheduled their games to Sunday. Florida plays Eastern Washington, and UCF plays SMU. All right, that should still work for TV because NFL doesn't do ESP on Sunday, so that should still work. Right? Yeah. Can we play more college games on Sundays? That'd be. I mean, that'd be cool. Well, you're. I mean, you're going to lose half your. Half the people aren't going to watch college on Sundays because they're watching NFL. Uh, I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I would, I would too. I'm not watching that board. Yeah. Some people like literally like, you know, well, really. So here's the, here, I've always said the college and, and pro fan bases are completely different because pro fan bases take place in these big, big cities, big major cities. College doesn't, except for maybe USC. And then maybe Miami. Other than that, what do you really have in these big major cities that have pro teams? You don't really have any other good colleges. So. USF, you could, I mean, Florida. So yeah. what? USF almost be Florida. They're in Tampa. <laughs> They're in Tampa. Yeah. 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 I, we're not going to go over all the college kids. You're so wrong. We're not going to go over every single <laughs> college in a big city. I, I, yeah, big I'm not, not going to go down that road. That was a reach. That was that a was reach. A shot. That was a reach. All right, all right. So, anyway, that's going to bring us to this week's Game of the Week. And that's going to be probably, I think, one of the best games in the ACC this year. I mentioned it earlier before the podcast. NC State going to Clemson. NC State's 10, Clemson's 5. NC State always gives Clemson a tough time here. And I'm seeing that there's some there's some locks still out on the board. So I'm looking at this. And I'm going to pick NC State to win. They're plus 6.5. I'm going to lock them in. I I, I just think that they come in this game pumped up. I think both teams come pumped up. But I don't know because NC State did look a little bit uh, a little bit tepid against ECU early in the season. They haven't won great. Well, actually, no. you know what? I'm looking at it. I don't know. I might, I might change my pick. I might change my pick here. I, I just want to give an overview of this game a little bit. It's uh, so that ECU game that was ex- I, I had that being a close game. Uh, it, I wasn't going to be surprised if Eastern Carolina came down and put NC State on their butt. I mean, they're fast, they're big, they were very they, they matched them athletically in every category. It really just came down to coaching and play calling and whoever had the ball last. And ECU should have won that game, but 
NC State has that win over Texas Tech and a solid win. It wasn't a close one. That win speaks volume to me, especially after Texas Tech's big win over Texas. And we can, we see that Tech is a good team this year. We see that loud and clear. And right now, Clemson, they have Wake Forest as really their only win that screams towards anybody right now. So yeah, that's going to give you a little view. And I, last year, when I was so when I do ESPN, you know, I gave my prediction on this game. I said NC State's going to ruin Clemson's undefeated record. They're going to beat them. They're playing. They were playing at NC State and Raleigh. They beat them. But when you play in Clemson, it's a little different. That place can be a tough place to play, especially at night. That's going to be difficult. Yeah, that that is the only thing that worries me about this game is them playing in Clemson. Um, this is a huge game for, like, for as a Florida State fan because you play Wake Forest, you play NC State, then you play Clemson. So um, I, I'm going to be wa- – I would be watching it. I'm officiating a wedding at 5 o'clock on Saturday. That's so, cute. <laughs> it's right in the middle of the fucking FSU <laughs> game. Say I do. Say I do. You got to plan it out if you ask me to officiate your wedding. But no, this is definitely going to be paying attention to. Um, The thing, why I'm confident in NC State is what do they say? Defense travels. Their defense is good. Clemson's defense is good. I hate Davis is over because this is a slugfest. I don't like DJ. I, I haven't never liked DJ playing quarterback for Clemson. Um, NC State, I do like Devin Leary, but he's been bad this year. Their offense has been bad. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think NC State pulls it out. I'm taking the six-and-a-half, and I'm locking the six-and-a-half. I think NC State wins this game to set up an undefeated FSU, undefeated NC State. Good luck. I'm going to lock in NC State as well. I've done some thinking. I think, I think I'm going to lock it in. You can I've done some thinking on it. I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm like, yeah, I guess Texas Tech was, you know, they proven themselves to be an okay team. ECU is very, very physical. And um, I've been high on NC State all year, and they're, they're undefeated. They've given me no reason not to be high on them. Uh, Clemson, this is their first true test. But I guess not. Wake Forest was a test. Wake yeah, Forest Wake Forest is a test. test. Yeah. I, I, I look at this game. I look at anyone that plays Wake Forest, and – out of so I, I, my top four ACC teams right now, of course, are Clemson, Wake Forest, NC State, and FSU. Not in a particular order, just listing them off. But you look at these games. I think three of these teams or two of these teams can beat Wake Forest, and then I think NC State can't, and I think Clemson can, and they did, and then FSU will. But I don't see NC State winning at home. I think this game comes down to who's where you're playing at. If it was in Raleigh, I go NC State again. But it's in Clemson at night. Give me Clemson this one. I. DJ, six touchdown passes with an overtime game. That's a solid, solid game. But once again, you had extra time. Yeah. So, but uh, so the thing is for me, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I thought Clemson's defense was solid. I know Wake Forest's quarterback is solid. I think NC State can score on this defense. I don't think Clemson's defense is as lights out as we thought it was. And I, I mean, and, North Carolina State's defense is way better than Wake Forest. So, yeah, well, and the transitive property doesn't work, but if I start adding A plus C plus B, I think NC State wins. So, it makes it shirts with as much as you say that. Transitive yeah. property doesn't work, but <laughs> but I'm going to use it. Yeah. yeah. Eddie, I want to I wanna get you in on this one. This is game of week. You got to throw a pick out here. Clemson, NC State, 
And it's, it's at Clemson, right? Yeah. It's at Clemson. Um, I, I had a, a small stint when I lived in uh, South Carolina, and I got to go visit uh, a South Carolina-Clemson game and uh, over in uh, Clemson. Uh, man, I, I just can't go against – that stadium is just that's fucking rocking, man. So, yeah. Uh, just based off that, I'm going to go Clemson. You're going to go Clemson? I'm going to lock you in because we haven't been locking you in. <laughs> You've been kind of quiet over here. I don't, You've been – even in the call, I, I wanted to bring you out, but I don't. I didn't want to be like Eddie. Eddie, talk. <laughs> I didn't want to be. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. You're all good. Those are like I'm really in tune to SEC. Every everything outside the SEC, I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. But SEC, I'm just kind of like zoned in on that. So who do you see? I get, do. You, do you see Georgia being the the team in the East like everyone else? I mean, that's pretty obvious. Or do you are you your home are you home team in it? I mean, you always got that too. Just like every, every, you're gonna have your fan base, you're gonna have your your at home heart, but then you also have like your brain saying, "I right, choose the right thing here." So I, I still think it's Georgia. Just Georgia, just those those big monsters up front. It's hard to it's hard to overcome that. I still go Georgia out of the East. Yeah, and just looking at Kentucky's schedule going forward, do you think what do you guys what do you think you guys finish? Who I think we, um, I think we get three losses. Oh, I, we get, I think we have three losses coming up. I'll say Georgia, maybe this is Mississippi State, and then the one I'm just not seeing coming. There's always that one that you just like I didn't expect it. So, but I think those two might be losses. So that's what it's like being a Kentucky fan, huh? You're like, I know we're doing good. <laughs> well, you know, what, what's really like is like knowing like okay everything is going good but i know for a fact we're gonna lose our coach like we're playing way too well we always get treated like a stepping stone i we're gonna lose our coach here well, well, well where's he gonna go where's he gonna go i mean he, there's the thing he's at an SEC school where's he gonna go that's 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 true uh I, I I don't know. I guarantee you go somewhere. Like we, we don't never keep our good coaches. Nebraska can pay him more money. You really want to go to Nebraska over Lexington? I, I, I wouldn't want to go to Nebraska, but I'm <laughs> like, come on. That dollar sign. Nebraska's got the boosters to do it. Well, I mean, they mm-hmm. changed after Urban Meyer first, so yeah. Well, they they want something who's ethical. So I'm fifty fifty on it. Like Eddie is right. Kentucky always loses their their head coaches. Um, but Stoops seems, I mean, he seems like a good fit there. And he already tied Bear Bryant for the most win, like most wins. Yeah. And when he, when he did that, I, cause Bear Bryant was like, that is in history. I had no clue that he ever coached at Kentucky before. So it just made me feel like we've been getting treated like a stepping stone for decades. Yeah. Who was, y'all, who was your head coach when it, when, you, when you played there? <laughs> Good old uh, Joker Phillips. He was terrible. Oh, man. that's right. He was terrible, man. <laughs> we, we, uh, well, I remember losing when we lost to uh, LSU. We lost thirty-five to seven, and the next day of practice, he went on a dude like a forty-five minute rant about basically correlating the way that we didn't clean our lockers is why we lost to LSU. <laughs> Yeah, the 45 minute, like, oh, we don't have any discipline. We can't clean our lockers. How do you expect to be LSU? I said, because they got fucking 12 five star guys 
across the field. Like, that's why we lost. What are you talking about? It's not because I didn't and, put my shorts up. And after that, did you clean your locker? No! Oh. It's not just, no, no, I didn't. Well, I found the <laughs> My shorts are not going to be lost 35 to 7. Not, absolutely not. Yeah, but that locker room was spotless the next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, he was awful. I didn't oh, like him. Well. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Eddie. Um, follow our guest at Eddie Kane Comedy on Instagram. Uh, do you have different plugs for different? Uh, I try to say the same. They're all through the uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Eddie Kane Comedy, all throughout. Yeah, and uh, go see him up in Mobile, doing comedy mainly in Mobile. Right. Yeah. I'm at, yeah. Actually, I'll be in Pensacola Saturday at the Vinyl Vinyl Hall. Yeah. With Zach. Ooh, I'll be in Gaskell. Yep. Yeah. I'll be I'll be in that one, and then on Sunday going back up to uh, Alla or Birmingham at the Stardome Comedy. So nice. A little, a little everywhere. Congratulations, man. That's great. Um, and thanks for coming on the show once again. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got we had five consistent live viewers. You guys, you guys are loyal fans to the College Football Extravaganza podcast. Give yourselves a round of applause or find something better to do on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next week, y'all. Have a good one.